let's go. One, two, one, two, three, four. Funky revolutions, funky. Funky revolutions, funky. Funky revolutions, funky. Funky revolutions, funky. You are listening to funky revolutions. Fui, sit down. Aye. Music, your father, the food of life. So let's feed and have fun. and give it to the poor, oh yeah. No just coming instant manifestation, success or done. Lee Perry Pipe got Jack Stone, the man with the mirror sun in his hand, and the scepter of Judah, the lion lay this lion heart. Straight from the jungle, black and high, but kingly. Black heart, King Solomon, rock stone. King David fling one stone, the man who paint him life. I am black shadow, the man in the moon. Paint am I, yeah, I am paint. Painted Africa, painted Ethiopia, 
painted globe, painted universe, painted equator, from the center of the earth to the pinnacle of the sky, to the edges of the universe. Words, 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 I am words. I am paint, I am art, I am stone and I am perfect, never tell a lie. A lie lip is abomination to the Lord God, Jehovah, Jehovah, and they that speak in life shall perish. Now I am the black pope, the power over the white pope. I am the black king of kings and the lord of lords. You come out of all mine and all action. Action and action, Isaiah 9 is my name. Vision of a country boy nearly scratch prey come from a price near Hanover. Come to the city and quiet dread like some cut down politician with a thing called repentance is a must. Step backward Down in a Babylon 
1976, the seminal album from Max Romeo and the Upsetters, War in a Babylon, the opening track, One Step Forward, on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal, part 10 of our tribute to Lee Scratch Perry, the last years of the Black Ark today, the end of the 70s. My name is Khalid, and this is Funky Revolutions on the People's Power Station. I struggled a little bit uh, whether or not I could try to wrap up our tribute to Lee Perry today. I do want to move on in the month of February to new themes, particularly the idea of a future archaeology, a music that has entered a kind of history of black consciousness, black creativity, and Africana music, the kind of huge frame that the mothership is made of. But I realized I couldn't rush through... Lee Scratch Perry, particularly talking about the late 70s when the long play 12-inch single uh, becomes very popular, particularly for Lee Perry, allowing, allowing for extended explorations of sound, mixes, and dub. And so we won't rush. We will come to a close in the next couple of weeks as we head into the destruction of the Black Ark studios in 1979, again in 1980, and a new kind of living dubber that is the performance of Lee Scratch Perry in his later years. But today we're really around 1977, 78, leading into 79, when uh, there's the destruction of the Black Ark. These are the years where we're going to see uh, some really of the crucial albums. Party Time by the Heptones, Junior Mervyn's Police and Thieves, George Faith's two albums, in fact, uh, Super 8 and To Be a Lover, that would be even more successful than the other versions recorded by Lee Perry, including with Bunny Ruggs, a.k.a. Bunny Clark. There was... uh, Heart of the Congos, the first release by the Congos. Susan Cadigan's final, finally released full-length album that had been recorded in 1974. 
1978, Lee Perry and the Upsetters released Roast Fish, Collie Weed, and Cornbread, Return of the Super Ape, another version remix of the Congo's Heart of the, the Congo's, leading into a couple of other albums in 1979 that will uh, kind of mark the end of this evolution and golden phase of the career of Lee Scratch Perry. Over the last 10 parts, we've seen how he uh, went to Kingston, chasing this need to, well, enter the music industry, but to find natural sounds. And this period where he's a singer, learns to be an engineer, a producer, he's done it all with the Upsetter label and Black Art creating his studio. By 1975, the studio is really concrete, and he's, as I said last part, really focusing more on seeking hits and his own work now that he's established the services of the Black Art to a panoply of, of musicians, producers in Jamaica and from outside. He's begun recording albums with other musicians for other projects, not just in the reggae vein, but in other countries. He started working with Lion Zion, an American reggae artist, doing some gospel recordings. It's a period in life where, of course, the last almost 10 years he's been coming back and forth between England and Jamaica. He's making forays into the United States, which will become a more of a haven for some of his dub in the 1980s. It's been a really fascinating ride to uh, read and listen about Lee Scratch Perry. This huge repertoire of wonderful music that's resistance, that's skanky, that's sly, that's funny, that speaks of rivalries and aspirations. It's been fascinating to watch the evolution of ska to rocksteady, to the various forms of reggae as the beat is slowed up, slowed down. On CKUT 90.3 FM, we continue with extended mixes and look at some uh, curious collaborations, including with The Clash, a little later in the program. On CKUT, we started the program again a little bit before this period that we're looking at. Bunny Scott, a.k.a. Bunny Clark, a.k.a. Bunny Ruggs. And they released this album, 75, 76, to uh, love somebody, a huge hit as Bunny Clark. And uh, it's funny because just at this time, 76, Lee Perry is going to sign up with Island Records and Bunny Ruggs will leave the Black Ark stratosphere, move, I think, uh, to the States and become, uh, well, an international star with Third World. But he did say, like, so many musicians, including Max Romeo, it was so simple that it became complex. You know what I'm saying? The approach he has to music and to recording. I think the music nowadays lacks that kind of intuition. He's somebody that would use a pliers and a screwdriver to create a percussion sound. He wouldn't hesitate to experiment. And that was really good. He had, he was a little, not crazy, but somebody with that kind of thinking must be somewhere else in another zone sometimes. Even the early Bob Marley works that Lee Perry was involved with, you can hear so much of Lee Perry in the lyrical formation. The way Perry writes and the way Bob writes is so similar, so simple that it becomes so effing complex. That is what I learned from Lee Perry at the Black Park. Bunny Ruggs, a number of years later after leaving that stratosphere. But it's also one of the reasons I decided to start a little bit before the period, start the program with uh, Bunny Ruggs and the song Kinky Fly, one of two originals released on that pivotal album, 
to love somebody. And then we heard Lee Scratch Perry in his own words, My name is. On CKUT 90.3, we continue on the mothership. This next selection is also from the period of 1977 into 78. Look at these musicians who are playing with him, or the fourth generation of the upsetters Mikey Boo, Ben Bo Creary, Scully Sims, Boris Gardner, arranger, bassist, guitarist, pianist with the Gardner Express, China Smith, Keith Sterling. People like Horns from Bobby Ellis, Dirty Harry Hal, Vin Gordon, who's been so important to the Jamaican reggae scene, and will record a couple of great dubs with Perry in this period. Uh, people like uh, Augustus Pablo, who had been uh, for a year in the, in the Upsetters uh, with the Soul Syndicate, I believe, who I mentioned, and uh, is continuing to collaborate, not just as uh, on sessions, but also creating some really lovely dubs with Lee Perry. You have backing vocals and harmonies from the Heptones, not just their own tracks, the Meditations, the Gladiators even. This next track really celebrates and synthesizes for me the joy of this period, the joy of creativity and the celebration and the resistance within reggae music. A track called Reggae Music based on the Vibrate On Rhythm featuring Hugh Blackwood from Time Unlimited and toaster Dr. Alimentado who had over the years done a number of recordings with Lee Perry. Here they extol the virtues of the music of dispensation of time. Get into action. Reggae, reggae music And it's a reggae 
reggae, reggae music, the Chinese them love it. And the dance of them are scrubbing. Singing that the Indian love it. Yeah. And the brother them are rocking. Singing, singing that the white man love it. You know. And then the sister them are scrubbing. I said the black man love it. Yeah. And say the brother them are rocking.
Nice Rasta. Sing it with the reggae. You know, as if we rock it with the reggae. You know, as if we shake your feet. Shake your body like Marcus Garvey, you would not have been a black star in Jamaica. You come with the idea about semi black star liner, you were talking about black stars. So without that line to build up black people, there wouldn't be any black stars in from Jamaica. Another time there wouldn't be any freedom for black people, they would be still end up as being slaves. Babylon is another god, a second god. Who believe in evil and slavery and using, penalizing. They want all the oil, all the vanity, all the riches and all the wealth. And they need slaves to work in, to do those jobs that they cannot do. The Babylonian system. So God takes some of us out of, of Africa and send us to Jamaica. And these what him take out of Africa and send to Jamaica as superstars. I'm standing on the spot where they used to transform slavery from Africa to sell to Jamaica, where the white plantation is. But it will be no more as lightning living. 
and turn the ball over. Time for the black man to take over. Time for the black man to drive big cars. Time for the big black man to own big ships. Time for the black man to own airplanes. Time for the white man to work for the black man. A change in time, says Miracle Jesse. On Funky Revolutions, we'll be back after these brief messages. Fire, looting, fire, burning, fire, dread, junior moving, a reggae smasher. Check all record shops, it's a reggae scorcher. Police and Things by Julia Mervyn on Island Records, out now.
a shoot down soldier. Soldier a shoot down police. from the seminal album Police and Thieves 77 from Junior Mervyn. This dubbing version, Ja Lion toasting with Junior Mervyn on Soldier and Police War. A lot of the music, we haven't totally mentioned it except in passing in a previous edition. In this series on Lee Perry, much of the music uh, that was made by, for example, Max Romeo or Junior Mervyn over the last 10 years really speaks to the political crisis and the crisis of violence in Jamaica. And in 76, there was a general election, incredible amount of violence. And on occasion, uh, labels or artists would be taken for having taken a side or, or having spoken out against the actual government or political rivalries. And that was infused, and that theme was infused in the work, among others, of Junior Marvin. Reason uh, I wanted to go there is uh, just a little kind of anecdote of interest. I mentioned that Lee Perry was beginning to collaborate with a number of artists, and he would produce one-offs and albums with a variety of uh, musicians, including uh, Paul and Linda McCartney. But the one that really interests me comes from 1977 and starts with the influence of Junior Mervyn, Police and Thieves, which will be covered by The Clash uh, in 1977 on their own album.
This will lead to uh, an encounter between The Clash and Lee Perry. He'll in fact uh, do a little production work for them, including a song called Complete Control that was released in 1979 on the US version of The Clash album. There are several documents of the intimate link between punk, ska, and reggae music. 
including, among others, the documentation and the movement of Rock Against Racism from 1976 to 1981, and uh, from Inertia Films, really uh, interesting because it uh, stops and, and looks a bit about this collaboration meeting between uh, Lee Perry, The Clash, and eventually Marley. On CKUT 90.3 FM, it was out of this meeting when he was producing uh, in London. Perry was actually also working at the time with Marley. And when Marley heard some of this music, they would go into studio, he and Lee Perry, to create Punky Reggae Party. <laughs>
and I'm out I can appear and I can disappear <laughs> I am not Lee Scratch Perry I'm music I'm just making the mickey I'm wearing a mask I'm a masquerade right I used to be a sword at myself I used to be the sword man
Perry, The Upsetter, his 1978 release, the album Roast Fish, Kali Weed, and Corn Bread. We heard Roast Fish and Corn Bread. Before that, his creation with Bob Marley. They both wrote and he produced that song, Punky Reggae Party. My name was Khalid. Pleasure to be with you again this week. And you don't know how much music I'd selected, thinking just to kind of represent some of the golden music produced in this last period before the end of the Black Ark. No need to rush, though. We'll see you all next week for part 11 of our tribute and really the end of the the Black Ark, 79. And then uh, part 12 a week after will be really the, the dub phase. Allow me to come back to some of the albums uh, like Return of the Super 8 in 78, Uh, and then all this dub work after the destruction of Lee Perry. As Moss Man will tell us next week, it's really a a subject, a question of of two periods of life, two different Lee Scratch Perrys we'll discover in the next last two episodes of our tribute to the great Lee Scratch Perry. Reminding you as usual, free your mind, our collective ass will follow. So much to choose from, but I'm going to go with uh, the Congos, who were so essential in the harmonizations in this period of, on other records. And this was one of the classic, classic records. Uh, Island didn't really want to put them out either. So Black Ark released his own. Heart of the Congos, the first version in 78 and again in 79. We end with Congo Man on CKUT 90.3, Funky Revolutions. Thank you. 
Come with our culture 